This is it. It's a Wednesday, just a few minutes past nine o'clock right here on cliffcentral.com. And thank you so much for having us on. It's Untapped Talent with me, Sia Sangwenifin. It's midweek already. This, this show is like the perfect gauge of how I'm doing with the week. So I haven't had like an emotional breakdown yet. I'm still standing on my two feet. So kudos on me and kudos on you for tuning in. Also, you're about to just have a show and a half, hey? What interesting people who are joining me this week on Untapped Talent. Um, Nondwe and Segan, those are my guests who are joining me first. They have quite an interesting story. So they reached out to us, they emailed us, um, and I'll tell you more about them. You know, okay, so, I don't know, I want to keep some suspense going, but at the same time, I do need to tell you about my guests. Fine, I'll just ruin it. Um, Segan is a touch rugby player, and he is preparing for the touch... Uh, Rugby World Cup and his friend Nondwe is actually helping him in preparations and with sponsorship as well. And already just, you know, our orders like to shine a spotlight on incredible people who are talented on the show. But not only be- I'm, am I having Segan just because he is talented, but like they're friends. And Nondwe emailed saying like, hi guys, can you do anything to help? I was like, damn right we can. So let's talk about you and your awesomeness right here on the show. So they'll be joining me in a few minutes. And then I have the band Faz and the Firecrackers off the show on, on a musical note so quite a lineup and a half and thank you so much for having us on and if you feel like you want to add anything onto the show you know what to do it's on wechat our official account is cliff central or else you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or at sia underscore and listen if you want to suggest anyone i should have on the show all you have to do is email me remember that untapped at cliffcentral.com so let's get the show started as usual first and foremost it's the talent of the week news Untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. Okay, so as I was preparing for the show, I was like, goodness gracious, all these huge swooning teenagers are going to love me this week. So prepare yourselves, sit down, brace yourself, let's go. One Direction is, are you listening? Thank you. So here's the latest on One Direction. Zayn Malik, the little schmooze guy from One Direction, is apparently going solo. Ooh, all the suspense and drama. Absolutely love it. So you already know they're five members of One Direction and they're all about stealing your girl and you and I and the fragrance perfumes and they perform everywhere and everyone screams. But I don't know what's going on, but now Zayn Malik wants to go solo. He's already recorded a solo song with Naughty Boy. Now, if you don't know who Naughty Boy is, you probably know one of his songs. Like this is one of the most uh, popular songs from Naughty Boy. Uh, it features Sam Smith and it's that annoying catchy one called La La La. You know what I'm talking about now? That's it. That's the same song my three-year-old nephew always sings. That's why it's highly, highly annoying. 
But anyway, Naughty Boy is quite a little pr- famous producer. His real name is Shahid Khan, and he's already recorded a song with Zayn Malik. I don't know what's going on with One Direction, because also, um, the other one, what's his name? Harry Styles, yes. He also recorded something with Ryan Teddy, Tedder, who's from One Republic, and also Megan Trainer, the lips are moving, slash, um, just that annoying one. Sorry. That's my biased opinion. Megan Trainer also worked with, tra- uh, Harry on a song titled Someday Maybe. So I don't know whether this means the breakup of One Direction. Oh. Or really, they're just going out there doing their own solo things, but they still love 1D. So like, go on with your bad self, but staying on One Direction news, this is the huge thing. So here in South Africa, we know that they're headed to our shores very, very soon, and they actually broke hectic, hectic records for their concert sales. Um, the managing director, Justin Van Veek from Big Concerts, actually um, released some statistics because they just thought this was absolutely phenomenal. Supposedly, with the One Direction concerts, they got the highest amounts of tickets sold in the least amount of time in South African history. Like, ever. Ever. Like, no Michael Jackson, no Rihanna, no Nicki Minaj, even though she got cancelled. Nothing. Um, supposedly, in Johannesburg, um, that concert sold out in 20 minutes after ticket sales sold at nine, uh, opened at 9 a.m. that morning. And in Cape Town, um, the ticket sold out within the first three hours of the ticket sales opening. I think, you know what, you have to be really, really huge committed fan because i always have this thing of i might enjoy your music but i don't really like you as a performer so that's also like yeah i don't know if i'm really like that into musicians that much tickets uh, ticket prices range from 350 to 2450 rand per person yeah okay i'll just clip once and move on and i won't judge you if you went out there and you're ready and hyped up to go and scream your lungs out for one direction let me know if you will on on uh wechat our official account is clip central all right so since i'm appealing to all the swoon worthy teenagers out there staying with that justin bieber ay 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 okay so um you know he's about to do a roast, right, on Comedy Central on the 30th of March. First and foremost, he released, he first released this promo of like him being pelted by eggs. Cause you know, he had that scandal of throwing eggs at like his neighbor's house, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought it was kind of funny that it was like the tables were turned. So he got eggs thrown at him. So that is the first, um, promo for the roast. And now he's recently released a new one. I think it was just yesterday, actually. And this time he's spoofing his Calvin Klein ad campaign. Now, if you haven't seen it, the original ad campaign is like Justin with drums and he's just in like Calvin Klein jeans and underwear. And then there's this lovely model all over him and they're playing and they're like on the floor and they're doing all these seductive poses, etc., etc. So in this Comedy Central spoof, he has this weird <laughs> comedian Named Jeff Ross. Already, like, with a name like Jeff Ross, you can already tell that he's not the sexiest of people. But he's, like, chubby, and he just has this ridiculous blonde wig on, trying to also uh, spoof the original model, Lara Stone. But they're really getting, like, all awkward. Justin Bieber's trying to, like, get him off him. It's quite hilarious. I'm not the biggest Justin Bieber fan ever, but I also just have to admit, Comedy Central is, like doing like ham with all their publicity so that's kind of kind of cool um but this is where the table sort of just went freaky justin bieber was actually rashing comedian seth rogan on twitter recently by actually starting the trend that the worldwide trend hashtag hashtag we want seth because he thinks his whole roast is incomplete without having comedian seth rogan on the panel 
And I think he did it because somewhere along the line, Seth Rogen admitted that he wasn't the biggest Belieber fan. That's kind of an oxymoron. It's kind of redundant because Belieber means you are a Bieber fan. Anyway, moving on. He wasn't the biggest Belieber. Um, Seth Rogen hasn't replied to that as yet. But given all the Justin Bieber fans out there, they've made this trending. So do yourself a favor. Go and hashtag we want Seth and read some of the ridiculous comments. Like for lack of a better term, absolutely ridiculous. I love these segues because my next story is also very, very ridiculous. Listen. Let's just get jealous for a few seconds. Maroon 5, whether you think Adam Levine is a douche or not, and I side-eye certain people that I know, but moving past it, whether you hate Maroon 5, but you have to admit, imagine Maroon 5 with all their quirky, catchy, cool music with the Victoria's Secret Angels. And what do you get on an island as well? You just get the ultimate thing to be jealous over. So most recently, um, the Victoria's Secret company as a whole, they did something different to promote their new um, swimsuit line. And instead of just doing a basic runway show, they just thought, let's make the whole damn world jealous. So they flew their Victoria's Secret models to this private island. They got Maroon 5 to sit on the sand and they were basically serenading all the angels. And instead of just inviting a select few, maybe like Sia, who would like to experience that, no. They just are filming it all and it's going to air in America. So you know what? To CBS who's going to fly this and to Victoria's Secret, screw you. Because I've always liked watching the show Because it's quite a good production And I'm all about the Maroon 5 Sugar, love somebody Moves like Jagger vibe And then here you guys are Like it's the perfect thing I was YouTubing it earlier It's literally Adam Levine He's just so cool, calm and collected Sitting on the shores And there's this like big M And that she set it alight They're on this paradise low vibe So Anyway, so you can already tell that I'm jealous. They were singing uh, Animals. And of course, you know Adam Levine is married to one of the Victoria's Secret Angels. So the actual video ends with like them like smooching around. How damn perfect. So if you feel like being jealous by performers, go ahead and YouTube that. Anyway, I needed a moment just to get like centered. Talking about performers who you don't have to be jealous over. I feel bad laughing at this, but anyway, I am. And I enjoyed YouTubing this as well. So, you know, Britney Spears is trying to do a little comeback. And she has a new show currently at Las Vegas. And she's calling it A Piece of Me. It's one of her songs. But anyway, most recently, there she was performing... um over the weekend, and one of her songs is called Do Something. So there she was, Brittany, summer in shape, and she is like whisking around. She was in a cute little uh, one-piece suit with her backup dancers. She does a little twirl. Next thing, a chunk of her hair falls out. <laughs> I know it's so mean to laugh at Brittany, like she's really, really trying. But as she was performing, a piece of her extensions actually fell out. But you know what? I have to give it to her because she carried on performing like a true, extraordinary, thespian-esque performer that she is. But the reason why I even find this funny year is just simply because the show is called Piece of Me. Like a piece of her. And here, a piece of her landed on the stage. Am I being too ridiculous? But okay, listen. So the original video that was posted online is 15 seconds. And I ended up watching like a minute and something because I just played it on replay over and over and over again. It's one of those things that will oddly warm your heart. So I'm not one to judge or to like laugh at somebody else's pain, but it's one of those things. I have a friend who always says, you know what? Britney Spears is always just on the losing side of life, eh? Because 
the way she, like my friend, actually gets motivated on a Monday morning. She always tells herself, if Britney Spears could get through 2007 when she was having that whole mental breakdown, then I can get through Monday. Well, here's the new thing. If Britney Spears can carry on performing with no hair, then you can get through the day. Uh, I love how informative my random news is. Okay, so sticking to, um, listen, my new obsession, always finding random unknowns and who are really, really cool. So you know that Selena Gomez just recently released a song. It's called The Heart Wants What It Wants, and the video's all in black and white and gray, and people are alluding, are saying that it alludes to the breakup of Justin Bieber. It's just overly dramatic. I couldn't give a frog's leg. But what I do care about is that there's this new band. They call themselves Postmodern Jukebox, who did a little remixed version of Selena's slow ballad, The Heart Wants What It Wants. Yo, it's even quite a mouthful. The Heart Wants, the heart wants What It Wants. Say that three times, then you can judge me. Uh, but they did like a little Motown swing on things. So I actually liked it. It features Lara Johnson, and they do... Tons of covers on YouTube as well. From Miley Cyrus to Katy Perry to Taylor Swift and Nick Jonas, even Kanye West Nochal. So take a listen to them. You got me sipping on something I can't compare to nothing I've ever known I'm hoping that after this fever I'll survive I know I'm acting a bit crazy Strung out That's it. I'm not the biggest pop Selena Gomez fan, but there's just something about that. It's like quirky, and I feel like snapping my fingers and walking down the pavement, and then I'll just meet randoms who dislike me. So moving past that. But anyway, let's be in a good mood. And you know what's, what's even better? You're listening to Cliffson for more especially untapped talent. So let's keep the festivities going. Getting in my first guest straight after this with an interesting story to tell. This is Sia Sangwini Fan on Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent on cliffcentral.com One of my favorite songs currently, Sarah Bareilles, Sarah Bareilles with Brave. A lot of people say it's like summer, very Katy Perry Raw-esque. Well, I just say, Sarah, go on with your bad self because you make us all lovey and fluffy and warm, make our hearts pump custard. Yeah, take that as a music review. Nobody ever says that. Anyway, you're still listening to Untapped Talents right here on CliffCentral.com with me, Sia Sangweni Finn. Very, very excited. My next few guests are in studio. Nondwe Makubela and Segan Davis join me. How are you guys doing? Good, and you? 
Hello. How, how is that? I, lo- I love your surname. I always say that like somewhere in the gene pool, something wasn't fair with the name like Sia Songwenifun just doesn't sound cool, but much Yeah, definitely that. Very, kid. very cool. Thank you guys so much for coming in this morning. Oh, thank you for having us. So as I was giving the backstory earlier on in the show, I literally just read your email, uh, from you, Nondwe, yes. talking about your friend, uh, Segan. Yes. I just want you, yeah, yeah, how about you tell us? What did you exactly say in the email? <laughs> well, my dear friend Segan, um, who I know from a good friend of mine, Louise, uh-huh. um, was chosen for the Touch Rugby World Cup. Um, and basically, if you're in Touch Rugby, it's not like rugby or football or cricket yeah. in South Africa where they fund you to go to the World Cup. Um, you kind of have to pay your own way. So hmm. we... <laughs> So we, um, well, Segan started off this whole fundraising thing and, um, and then eventually I just thought, oh, let me just see if I can help out. So we did a couple of things. We did like quiz and raffles and things like that. Yeah. Um, and, um, we kind of hit a bit of a brick wall because we'd exhausted all our, um, friends and family who were amazing. <laughs> but, um, start inviting like family over you haven't seen in years for dinner. Yeah. Just to get the, some money from them. Yeah. yeah. So then I thought, oh, let me, let me see what I can do. Let me just see if anybody will have us. And you guys came back to us and which was amazing. And, um, we're here just, uh, um, you know, asking, I don't know, just, yeah. Opening up walls and I don't know. <laughs> so before we get into the thick of things, Sigina, basically, who deserves your friend of the year award? Definitely not. Really. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just helping a sister Thanks, out. Okay. <laughs> but okay, Sigin, congratulations, first of all, for qualifying for such a great thing. I think, you know, for you in your own personal capacity, I'm sure you've given yourself a pat in the back as well, right? Yeah, it's a huge honor, privilege, and um, yeah, I've been working hard to get to this point. So 14 years. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. What first drew you to touch rugby? Um, well, I think I just, I just rocked up at a, a touch rugby practice in high school one day. Yeah. And, um, I played for about 20 minutes and, uh, I just actually realized I had a, a skill at it. Yeah. Um, one of the guys said, like, I, I kind of stepped one of the first team players and ran through a gap and, uh, what? So all at of a 14. Sudden, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all, all of a sudden these guys had their eyes wide open. They're like, okay, he's, he's got some skill. And one of my friends actually recruited me to go down to provincial trials. And that's where the bug bit just fell in love with, fell in love with it from that day. What have been some of your major career achievements over the years? I'm in touch rugby or just? Yeah, in touch rugby. Um, well, so I've, I've played provincially now for 14 years. Um, I played juniors up until 2007, which I then couldn't play anymore. Um, I played the Gauteng men's team for, for about 12 years now. Um, wow. Yeah. And then, uh, my, my biggest achievement other than this selection is by playing in the SA um, under 19 team who also went to Australia in 2005 for the Youth World Cup. Yeah. That's hectic. Because listen, coming from me, I'm the guy who actually, ah, fine, I'm going to expose myself like this. There I was one year, I actually played for the F team. Yes, that means A, B, C, D, E, F. And I, that was actual rugby. And after that, there was this one time, like I was in a match and I was tackled and I felt a little pop in my knee. I was like, that's it. Done. Uh, uh, uh. Nobody can tell me anything. I have pictures to prove that one day, one day years ago, I played rugby. I'll show that to like my nieces and nephews and I'm done. Never going to play rugby again. And I was totally put off even touch rugby as well. Yeah. But that is the thing. Like, is touch rugby actually big in, in South Africa? Because I only heard about it later on in my high school career. Yeah, it's not as big as it is um, in like places like Australia and New Zealand. It's okay. still very much a growing sport. I think touch is very much a social sport in South Africa. Like, I'll oh, just go play a game of touch 
to warm up for a rugby match. Yeah. Or let's go play a bit of touch on the beach. Um, so is it even prominent in like clubs, like community clubs? Um, not even as, not as official sports. Wow. Yeah. Just maybe as a, as a social, let's, let's warm up for our big rugby game. Um, uh-huh. and then that's where, it, where it ends. Um, so yeah, I, I play the competitive side of touch and that's, that's very like small con- compared to the big others or the other sports we have in. In this country, yeah, Nondra, I'm, I'm sure you, as a friend, are sort of relieved that he does. He plays touch rugby more because, like, at least he won't get tackled and break something and <laughs> hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's literally just a bit of a touch and 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 you drop the ball and then the next person you know carries on. Yeah, but yeah, it's but I I like a bit of a. You know, hardcore rugby. Yeah, because you're quite the fitness friendly as well. Like, let me just name drop because you should be proud of yourself for this. What? You're the least of things. You're participating in the Two Oceans 21K in yeah. like less than 32 days. Yeah. Look at you guys. <laughs> the only exercise I do is pressing the remote. Don't make me walk up and actually change channels. No, like I push a button. So I feel like I'm out of place today. Congratulations to the both of you. Hey, cool. Thank you. Have you guys always just been into fitness? Is that one of the things? I enjoy it. Um, um, I think I, my bug kind of bit like a couple of years ago when I started running. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of, Oh you know, no, you I see, that's that. the thing. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I only run if like the store is about to close in a few minutes, then I have to run. I only run if there's like one last slice of pizza. Then, <laughs> those are my cases of running. Never run for fun, but good on you. Yeah, okay. We try. I mean, yeah. I try. I try. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to the main gripe that I have. Touch rugby is not funded in South Africa. Before we blame people and we point fingers, which I'm not going to do, I'm open to hearing. Why isn't touch rugby funded? Um, I think there's there's multiple reasons why. I'm obviously sponsorships from corporates is something uh, that that'll give us huge amounts of money. But because the sport isn't on TV or um, isn't uh, doesn't get coverage. Um, People who can sponsor money don't really get a return on investment. Um, so that's the big, big thing on one, uh, on the one side. Okay. Um, we, we do have, uh, associate membership with, uh, Saru, which is, which is obviously huge. The South African Rugby Union. Yeah. Ah, look at me. <laughs> All technical got this thing down. Yeah. Um, so, so that would be a huge partnership for us going forward, but we can't get a full membership from them until they've requested a rule change or, or something like that to, to the rules of TAT rugby. Okay. Which, which we obviously fall under. The international rules, so we can't just somehow change them just to, to to make our local rugby union happy. Okay, just explain that. What sort of rules and okay. why? Yeah, why are they different national to international rules? Okay, so we ha- we fall under the the FIT rules, which is the Federation of International Touch. Got it. And um, those those rules are, are just to give it basically is that you've got six touches. Um, when you get touched, you roll the ball between your legs, and then you have to pass the ball back. That's a basic rule of 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 touch rugby. Sorry, I'm trying to visualize everything now. Bear with me. <laughs> Does that mean like in a when you're passing a ball? Yes. Yeah. In touch, can you also not forward pass? You're not allowed to forward pass. Ah, in touch see, rugby. that's where yeah. I've got things wrong. Yeah. I I was once like isolated at school for like two <laughs> weeks because <laughs> there was a crucial moment in the match. <laughs> I had the ball. <laughs> A guy came running, huge guy, and I was like, no, it's not worth it, guys. <laughs> I just threw it, and supposedly it was this thing called a forward pass. Got it. We learned from experience. Yeah. So six touches internationally. Yeah. 
in South Africa, what do we say? So, no, we we also have six touch, but I'm sorry we requested a change um, when we initially approached them to add a kick into into touch rugby, which doesn't exist because okay. it changes the whole game. Um, and yeah, so obviously we can't just come and change the rules to to fit one one national union to to f- for the rest of the world who have a hundred member nations just to just to fit in. Um, huh. So yeah, so it's it's a bit tricky there, but I think we're working through it because guys like Australia. Um, they, their union works with their rugby league and their touch rugby yeah. to, to make a larger sport. And the same happens in, in New Zealand where they work together to, to grow the sport rather than try have it separate entities, which is, which is currently happening in South Africa. Hmm. We just got a WeChat message now. <laughs> you know, I love you, Cindy. If people don't understand, uh-huh. I love you, Cindy. Cindy says, I'm with you, Sia. If you ever see me running, I'll probably be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one, Cindy. That is exactly nice, right. Cindy. Yeah. So let let's not judge each other. But listen. So what is the procedure or process from here on out? What are the chances that the South African Rugby Union is probably going to finally get in line, or we're going to make progress? Um, I don't. I, I'm not sure if we'll be able to get anything for for this World Cup okay. uh, from the the South African Rugby Union. Yeah. Um so so for, for now what you try to do is just raise funds by sponsorships um through private companies or um through fundraising events or through just uh, contributions from generous people. Yeah. Which is pretty much what's got most people to to at the point um where they're at now. Um but I think long term and and that's what you have to think about. You have to think about all the other players who can't afford to raise money or mm. can't don't have the connections that we have. Um we have to think about how we can do association with the with um, Saru and yeah. actually raise funds to get the entire South African um, team there without having to beg their their aunts and uncles and friends and um, family for for um, for money, which yeah. is currently what's happening. You see, yeah, I, really, I'm always open minded and I want to get to, to know more and not be able to judge people without proper knowledge. But for the fact that, like the the sportsman of the year at the SA Sports Awards can win a flipping brand new car in a million rand. I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but already these people are rolling in cash as yeah. if they even need that. Let's start actually getting our priorities. Yeah. We have people doing well in a, a form of sports that's not even recognized. And yeah, yeah. what's more important to you? Anyway, <laughs> moving on very subtly. So let's talk about the actual Touch Rugby World Cup. It's happening in Coffs Harbour. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Coffs Harbour. Okay. I never did geography. Let's move on. In Australia, in April, May 2015. How are you feeling about it? I'm, I'm very excited. Um, now that I'm getting closer to my, the, my goal in terms of fundraising, yeah. I can actually start celebrating the fact that um, I'm representing my country, um, playing against, um, in my division, there's, there's 25, uh, teams that we'll be competing against so it's, uh-huh. it's highly competitive from all over the world and obviously we're trying to gun for the two big guys which is australia and new zealand so How, how's like your mind in the process of preparation like do you do you play the what's it called <laughs> that sylvester the rocky theme song <laughs> you wake up early the and, tiger. exactly yeah yeah i definitely have to have some sort of motivation like uh, i have the tiger to get me up in the morning to yeah. train <laughs> uh, <laughs> or coming in early for an interview yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um, but also with fundraising, how far are you and how much do you have to raise? So um, in total, we have to raise roughly 55,000 Rand okay. um, per player. Wow. Um, yeah. What does that include? So that includes um, uh, the flights, the visas, which is probably the, the almost half the price. I think it comes to about 20,000, 25,000 Rand for, for all of that. And then it's accommodation, it's food in Australia, it's uh, the entry into the tournament, which is quite surprising. In an amateur sport, you have to pay yeah. Extra just to get into the thing, but that's another topic on the, and I think, I think 
their federation has to make money anyway. So, yeah. so that's fair. Um, and then, uh, yeah, obviously getting around there in the accommodation. So it's because it's in Australia when you're paying 12, 12 rand to Australian dollar. Yeah. The prices are just huge, hugely inflated. Um, so yeah, up to date, I've raised about 35,000 rand, um, through things like Nondo is helping me with in terms of the quiz night, which raised a, a good amount of money, uh-huh. um, and through contrib- generous contributions from friends and family. I think that's what's got me to where I'm at now. And where can people get more information on you, on how to raise funds, on how to support you as a whole? Well, um, me personally, they can go to my, I have a website, um, it's seagandavis.com. So S-E-A-G-Y-N-D-A-V-I-S.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a page there for 2015 Touch Rugby World Cup. Um, and there's various ways, just, there's, there's more information about the World Cup if people are just interested about that. And then there's a ways, um, there's a way to contribute towards getting me there. So SeganDavis.com, that's like the home of all information on how people can help. Yeah. That's very, very cool. <laughs> By the way, before we wrap up, this is a huge year for you. So you're turning 29 in like a few days. Yes. You're also getting married on the 7th of April. <laughs> yes. And there's the World Cup. Like, <laughs> hi, here I am just sitting pushing buttons. Like, congratulations on all these great things, hey? Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, what, what, a funny story behind the wedding is that the, um, before I got selected, our wedding was actually on the, the 27th of April. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you move your wedding date for the world to come? I didn't move it. I let my fiance decide if to move it. Um, if I, that is not love, then I don't know what is. Yeah, I raise my hands. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I take my hats off to her because she's uh, super supportive. Exactly um, of, of me and like to move a wedding date isn't a isn't an easy thing. And she totally backed me and uh, supported me in this uh, journey. So listen, if she wants you your first dance to be a Justin Bieber song, you now have to say yes. Yeah, I, I just said moved, I'll do whatever you want me exactly. to do. Exactly. <laughs> Her wedding date just for you. That says a lot. Yeah. And Nondo, also yes. as well, all the best for you with the Thank little you. two oceans or the little. No, it is not. It's hectic. How's the training process going? It's very tough, especially waking up in the morning and um, doing yeah. that 8K or whatever kind of run in the mornings. Um, yeah. It's it's tough. I didn't wake up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, tomorrow I'll I hope I'll you do didn't use us time. as an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> so all the best. Uh, thank you so much, Sigan. Thank you oh, so thank much, you. Nondo, for being an amazing thank you, thank just you. friend Thanks, and yeah. such a great <laughs> Support system. Thanks for having and us. all the best. We definitely want to keep in touch and see how you you're progressing. And all the best for the actual World Cup awesome. as well. What Thank fantastic, you very much. fantastic <laughs> people! This is what Untapped Talent is all about. <laughs> right here on CliffCentral.com. Straight after this, I have members of Faz and the Firecrackers joining me. But first, here's their song. I actually like listening to it and bumping along. It's called Hello. CliffCentral.com. Say good 
Central.com. Yeah, why need to say goodbye when you can say hello? Sorry, that just shows how much of a groupie I am. I've literally been playing that song over and over again. It's from Faz and the Firecrackers. It's called Hello, and they're now joining me in studio. Good morning, and thank you so much for coming through, hey? Good morning, see ya. So we have Farrell West. Yeah, because there I was, like calling her Pharrell for like <laughs> forever. <laughs> and Ryan Fenter, who are some of the members of Faz and the Firecrackers. Listen, so I got an email from Alison, your great like team member. And she was like, yeah, so they'll dress up for the interview. I was like, hmm, well, first and foremost, they do know it's radio. But second, I was like, <laughs> well, it's awesome. Let them dress up. And here you guys are quite top notch of notes. I will tweet that picture out a little later. But l- let's start off with the whole image of Faz and the Firecrackers because that's kind of interesting to me. Where did that where did that decision come about? So pretty much um, if you've oh I'm going to be mean but if you've seen a lot of South African <laughs> bands perform they're kind of just wearing their wife beater shirts and they're yeah. like yeah we can play guitars and we were kind of like yeah no we want something that's different we want to look interesting we want to capture our audience and so we did some research and we we like gears and stuff and yeah. um, so pretty much what we what our style and our image is, it's called steampunk. Steampunk. And, um, yeah, my, okay. yeah. My dad's an electrician, so we've got lots of cogs and stuff lying <laughs> I see. I already so see. It really yeah. helps to just stick them on and shiny <laughs> and it's amazing and that's just how it goes. Just based on the looks, I now want to be part of the band. <laughs> just throwing it out there. So, Faz, you're the lead vocalist and responsible for the general entertainment on stage with props and so forth. Explains the dad electrician mm-hmm. vibe. And Ryan, you're the male lead vocals. Also play the mandolin. What's that? It, it's a it's a small eight string instrument. Uh, it's like a, a miniature guitar almost. But miniature guitar. Yeah. Hold up. So there's like a cello, then there's a guitar, then there's a I nearly said a Honolulu. What's it called? <laughs> a ukulele. A ukulele. A ukulele. <laughs> it's, all, it's almost like that, but but it's got two strings instead of uh, one for for each of the notes. Okay. Did we hear a mandolin in hello? Uh, no. There was a little bit of it, but subtly. So, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. The keyboard, electric, and acoustic g- guitar, like it's it's a range of things. You guys are walking orchestra. And we just bought a banjo. A banjo. I don't know how to play that thing. But What's next? Know. Will you guys be like touring in a wagon? Because I'm getting this like cool vibe. If well, you guys, 
if you ever needed like an extra team member, I'm just, I'm keen for it. <laughs> we got you. We got so you. where did this whole journey of Faz and the Firecrackers actually start? How did you guys all meet? Well, we were friends initially. Um, yeah, we were friends and we kind of hang out at this local studio in Vereniging. Yes, we are Valleys. Please don't judge us. Okay. And, uh, so <laughs> Ever since Oprah <clears throat> built a school there, I think yes, that, that exactly. your cool factor has exactly. kind of gone up, but exactly. Exactly. we're still going Thank to silently Oprah. judge. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much we were friends with that. And, um, it started all with a, a university project I had to do. And the, the lecturer was like, you have to sing your own or do your original music. You what were you studying at the time? Uh, multimedia. Okay. And so it was like a video thing project. I felt and like, <laughs> I think like the lecturer just wants to be insane somehow. So, yeah, but he it was worked bored to your benefit. With, like, yeah. all the, the normal <laughs> stuff that he was hearing. So he wanted some, you know, he wanted something different. So yeah, we, we started pretty much there. They, they were in another band and, yeah. um, I kind of, they heard that I could sing and they were like, Hey, cool. Let's start a band. <laughs> so we're like, okay, cool. I don't know how to be in a band, but let's do this. Yeah. And yeah. so Faz and the Firecrackers pretty much started about three years ago. Mm. Um, and we've been working really hard and, and just kind of keeping a low profile because of the, we kind of want to, Boom out there, and we've got we've got a few things under our sleeve. And yeah, Ooh. We, kinda, we kind of you know uh, if you come to one of our live shows, Your you'll steampunk know steampunk blazer exactly, sleeve. Exactly, <laughs> I mean, it takes time to make these things. Work. Exactly. So uh, if our, our live shows are really cool, and we've been working on on making it more entertaining for our audience and having fun with them. So, so like Ryan, you were already into music. First, were you taking music seriously at that stage? No, I mean, I was always forced into playing music. I don't know what's up with these people. I mean, <laughs> I play guitar. Oh, just opera. a torture. I think I think I'm a terrible musician because I used to play one song. With a guitar, and he was like, "No, no, no." Well, no, he wasn't. But, oh, 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 no, I wasn't that bad. He was no. like, you can't, I, "I can't play the click, and I'm not really that technical." I mean, these yeah. guys are like studied musicians. Like, no, our like sisters a, from like. Listen, you put in the work, so let us be proud. You studied yeah. Ryan. You studied sound engineering at ASE, yes. and is still studying and completing his BSc at the moment. You previously also studied the jazz guitar at TUT and involved in composing and producing the music. Yes. <laughs> music is your life. Definitely. I, there we go. I'm involved in teaching music as well and, and also produce a bit of music as well. So, uh, yeah. Uh, when did everything's it all, music. When did it all start for you? Sure. Uh, probably when I was uh, in grade two, when I started learning piano and. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's where my love of music began. Yeah. So. Do you still remember like the first song you could play? Uh, no, 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 unfortunately not. <laughs> or maybe you're just ashamed of it. Like, just <laughs> possibly put it, <laughs> put it to the side. This is, this is always the interesting thing that I want to find out with musicians, especially in a band. How do you remain your own individual, like, authentic artist self, yet still gel together as a group? You see, we're a lot of fun, and I think each of us, I mean, we, we all have our own personalities. I mean, um, we have Ange in the band, who's a, who's a whack job, and she's uh -huh. crazy. <laughs> and the two of us vibe off each other, and we have, you know, um, Quartz, who's a little bit drawn back, but she's yeah. beautiful and amazing, and once you get to know her, it's also like, bam. So I think we all in, exist in our own capacity, but when we're together, we kind of give space to each other, uh -huh. and it's kind of like, it's not this um, demanding, this is what you will do. It's yeah. like... Hey, mm. this song's cool. What do you feel like doing? Let's have fun. Cause I mean, we were friends yeah. and we are friends yeah. before, before the music all of evolved. This. So it's kind of like, yeah, we get, we get each other and we've got each other's back. And, and we share each other's creativity yeah, and, and work yeah. together. We work together. It's yeah. like one a, big happy family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give a quick shout out to the members of the band who aren't here. So there's mm -hmm. Courtney who play, who's the bassist and the mm -hmm. octopad. 
Yeah. Octopad. It's like a. I feel like I need drum. a whole new dictionary. <laughs> o- electric drum. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we have on violin, keyboard, and backup vocals, and octopad, Anari. Creole. Yeah. Anari. <sighs> I honestly need a new dictionary in my life. <laughs> like, and then Angelique as well. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it, I feel like I'm already picturing you guys just like have a jam session of nerds mm-hmm. just at someone's house and someone starts playing a beat and then we add and it's just mm-hmm. fun basically. Ooh, yeah. uh, that happens quite often. Yeah. Just for like, okay, let's talk specifically about your song Hello. How long was that process of creating it and finally saying, okay, we're happy with this. Let's release it. <laughs> That, that song was actually an exception because yeah. yeah that that one <laughs> that one I had originally written all the parts for it uh, well, okay. well, well the words and and the chords and stuff and then when I brought that to the band then everyone added like the uh, Anri added the violin Courtney added the bass and, yeah and, and and then we put it all together uh, and that was that one was quite a quick one to, yeah. to put together okay um, what's your version of quick. Uh, probably l- like two practice sessions. Yeah, yeah. two mm. practice sessions. Write a new song, get it down. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't take that long. Um, yeah. We get inspired. Sometimes we'll be like, okay, like I know in my heart, I really wanted to write a song about a wolf man, like. You know, like okay, walk about me a wolf, through this. How long has this? Hairy, yes. Something about the moonlight. Speaker mind fans. No, always. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vincent. She's looking into the distance <laughs> as she describes the wolf man. So I've always wanted to write. Even like we also have a song about Frankenstein. So we kind of, I like we have a general uh-huh. idea. Like I really want that out, and then we just come together and it just. Boom, it happens. Yeah. You see, that was going to be my next question. What exactly inspires mm. you? Because here we are. How do you turn the wolfman into <laughs> something that many people will appreciate mm. and somewhat into, you know, maybe mainstream mm, per yeah. se? How do you exactly turn that even from mere heartbreak, your own personal mm. experience to mm. something that everyone can relate to? Well, it's kind of like, I, I kind of, I, I think that a lot of it is about relationships. I don't know. Most of our songs in my brain are yeah. like, it's about a fight or it's about, <laughs> yay, I love you. Or it's about like, don't leave me. Or yeah. like, so it's, it's basically for, from my personal view, the other guys are like, no, the song is about that. And I'm like, oh, I always thought it was about this. But anyway, yeah. so, but, but a lot of it is about relationships and like about just, you know, being, being mm. and, and it's, and it's fun. It's like, it's a, a lot of fun and a lot of, um, excitement and, and, you know, it's not like, I got scared now. <laughs> There's a dude that came in. Our technician had to come and fix something quickly. Sorry, my mic techniques are sad. <laughs> listen, do you guys also use a lot of analogies? Because listen, I, I have to say, uh, one of my favorite female artists of all times is Janet Jackson. There's like one of her songs. She goes like, um, strum me like a guitar, blow out my amplifier. You know, you can drive me like a CL5, a car. And I was like, oh, this is like great. Yes. She's just talking about instruments. Then I heard her explain. She's like, okay, the, my guitar that she's strumming is actually something else. What you're actually driving is not my car. And I was like, what? I felt like I needed a shower after listening to that song. So yeah. do we get that encrypted, we, like, Definitely, deep? definitely. And you know what's cool is, like, for example, Fish in a Bowl is this one song and it's, and it's, see, a, even the title, even the Come title, on. and it's, Fish and it is, bowl. it's about this dude who's alone and like, why must he be alone? Why can't he just be mine? And it's, yeah. and it is, it's all, and what's cool is if I meet, like, I've met other people and I've said, what do you think the song is about? And their meaning is something totally different to what ah. the original was. So it's cool that people can kind of step into our world and create their own world and do their own things. Exactly. So, mm. 
what does it mean you guys to you guys personally when people come in come and meet you guys with the interpretation who genuinely love the music who you see bopping their heads when you perform what does your audience mean to you so here's the funny thing right <laughs> sorry right? I'm like no, no. stealing this so um this last saturday we played at a at a gig and um it was it was like really hard rock like yeah. the guys before were wearing masks and long hair and they were like rah 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 very intense and we are kind of like Yay, happiness <laughs> bubbles. Yay, fans in the firecrackers. We got yeah. things excited. And I was, I was expecting to dodge beer bottles, but that whole audience, if you could see my face now, it was just like, in, what like, just y- yeah. What like, are we, what are through? we actually yeah. looking at? And this is like, and then afterwards, it's like, okay, do they like us? Do they not? And they do like hard, yeah. like, and it's, and it's a range, which is also weird. Like old grannies to like hard rockers to like little wow. kids to like anyone. I, I'm trying mm. to find someone. Uh oh, I should probably not do this. But who actually doesn't, yeah, doesn't really, doesn't really like our music. He's kind of like, yeah, you guys, you know, not, you know, but we feel good, you know, we, yeah. we, we fun and, and we just really want people to step out of their gloom and doom and, and just have fun with us. So where do you guys as fans and the firecrackers see you yourselves headed in the next few months, the next few years and world domination? We're definitely looking to, to tour in the future. Uh, uh uh, and we're looking a lot towards Joba gigs. Um, uh, we have a couple coming up soon, and and hopefully, Ooh. yes, yeah. <laughs> Where's that happening? Actually, How can we have get yeah, we have yeah. one on Thursday night at this really cool place called Steamworks. It kind of looks with like steampunk. us with yeah. steampunk <laughs> stuff. It's our home, our second home away from home, I think. And yeah, so Thursday night, um, we're gonna be there. We're gonna be rocking it out with the motherland, and it's gonna oh be, yes, they've oh, uh, yeah, oh, they've been here a couple of times. Yes, yeah, love so, them. So we're gonna be there on Thursday night. Um, you can find us obviously on Facebook and 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 you know we got a website and all that stuff. <laughs> Um, but what yeah, is the website? Let's let's find out about uh-huh. yeah, That's it. Pretty yeah, simple it. to remember. I'd Pretty, say. Yeah. By the way, where did Faz and the Firecrackers like the name? I get Faz <laughs> Firecrackers. <laughs> where did like? Are you guys that explosive? <laughs> yeah, we just like fire and shiny things. Have you ever watched? It's like a Zulu TV. You just watch fire. Have you ever watched fire? <laughs> fire. It's just fire. Yeah. And so uh, boom, firecrackers, yeah. fireworks. Fi- not fireworks. Firecrackers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we just. I think. Um, I really like fire. Yeah. yeah it's we have a home. confetti cannon that we we, we launched. No, in shut one up. Of the <laughs> yeah. You have to come to one of, one of our shows. Joking? We also have a blur up Frankenstein. Come on. Done. 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 I just want to be there with. The, yes. <laughs> and, I, and yes. bubbles. I'm, I, I'm done. Oh. Okay, phasmafirecrackers.com. I'll be getting my info. I'll yeah. be screaming my head off with the confetti and alles. I don't know what it is about those happy vibe songs, but I still say Katy Perry's firework like brings out the inner glee actor in me. It's fine. Let's not judge. But glitter is amazing. It, there's on. just I want to roll in confetti exactly. for the rest of my life. Exactly. Can I come with? Thank you for making me feel weird and that just announcing that on air. But moving on. We'll do that to you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming through Thank this you. morning. Thank you very what much. Awesome, awesome guys. So All much. the best for you And to get more info Of course It's Faz And the firecrackers.com And just like that Done and dusted oh, Another man. hour of un- Untapped talents I nearly said Undivided talents <laughs> well, I don't even know this own, My own show name But thank you guys See Faz and the firecrackers For coming through Ryan Farrell And of course Alison as well uh, they, She organized this interview So it really means a lot And also Nondwe and Segan Who came in a little earlier And most importantly Thank you so much For listening It always means a lot Until next Wednesday Right From 9 to 10 
a.m. right on cliffcentral.com. It really, really means a lot. And also, coming up next at 10 o'clock, right on cliffcentral.com. It's a whole revamped, renewed rookies and rock stars. Very, very excited about that. Jade, Carly, and Miss Prue are like a trifactor of awesomeness. They're standing by. This is the first edition of Rookies and Rockstars with a new team, and the ladies get to know one another, and they're going to tell us the new direction for that show. I refrain from making a One Direction hint, so you should be proud. Listen, I'm out of here. Until next week, my name is Sia, and I'll see you. Cliffcentral.com